Good morning and welcome to Car Thoughts with David. I'm your host as always, David Calford, and I hope you guys are having a fantastic, what's today, Wednesday, Wednesday morning, and uh, yeah, so this is the outdoors edition. Um, I started recording the episode in my car on the way in and realized it was just, uh, it stopped something about the Bluetooth in my car. I think I'm just going to have to unpair the phone um, from the car completely because I'll be recording and I'll be talking and don't even realize that the actual Bluetooth took over, kicked in somehow at some point, like seven or eight minutes into the recording, and it stops recording. So not really sure what the cause is. Uh, it's something that just started recently, so it could be some kind of a Bluetooth software upgrade that my... Uh, phone got or something I don't really know so I have to dig into that and figure it out might need to swing by the uh, Volkswagen dealership and figure that out Uh, they might be able to push a firmware update to my Bluetooth so if you're ever having problems with your Bluetooth um, in your car a lot of times manufacturers will actually have firmware updates that they release for um, the car so you can actually take them to the dealership and get updates if you're ever curious about that um yeah that's something that you can definitely do and uh they will be able to take care of that for you and uh yeah they they generally will tell you like oh you know it's not a problem with your car it's a problem with your phone but um having worked in cellular for a long time I had to do a lot of research and learn about that because a lot of people, we'd take multiple different types of phones out there and none of them work in their car. Granted, the technology's come a long way, but it's still, you know, not perfect yet, you know. So, basically, I'm re-recording this episode now because, you know, it was probably... 14, 15 minutes that I was talking that absolutely nothing happened. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, the lessons you learn, you know, but it's fine, you know, um, because it gives me, even though I'm not uh, able to, you know, create that same episode that I created before. You know, it gives me a chance to at least practice, nonetheless, and get used to talking and try and uh, improve as I go. So that's always a good thing. At any rate, um, as far as the episode yesterday, that was not a technical uh, issue, and I didn't actually forget to record the episode. I had everything typed up, everything ready to go. Literally, all I had to do was type publish, or tap publish, and I closed out of the app because I was walking to work from my car, like what I'm doing right now, and just forgot to, when I got to the office, actually hit the publish button. So, because it's really cold outside, it's like, well, right now it's 24 degrees out uh, Fahrenheit, so that'd be like negative three or four uh, Celsius, something like that. I always get mixed up in my... Fahrenheit to Celsius 
uh, conversions. I know it's like seven point something degrees difference or some some such. So, um, but anyway, uh, definitely very cool outside. So I was like, well, I don't want to be trying to fidget with my phone with my gloves off. Um, even though I do have those capacitive touch gloves, they don't work like they show in the commercials. Um, if anyone's ever bought them, you probably know that. <laughs> so, um, thankfully I didn't buy like 50 or $60 pairs. I found some at like Walmart for eight bucks. Um, my mom did and picked them up as like stocking stuffers for us. So, um, they, they do help some, but you know, just not as well as they advertise. Um, and I've even, I've tried these super expensive ones and that's why I don't own a pair because, you know, I went to the store, put them on and, uh, they didn't work <laughs> that well. So I was like, well, I'm not spending $60 on a pair of gloves that only kind of somewhat work. But beyond that, you know, it's been an interesting adventure and, you know, I was interviewed on, uh, a Facebook Live, which is going to be going out to a podcast called Marketing Coffee. And, uh, you know, it's just one of those shows uh, that's really, really good, especially if you're an author, because that's what she does, is she interviews authors. Now, granted, <clears throat> I feel a little special because I'm not officially an author. You know, my book hasn't come out yet. I'm still finishing it. But it's, you know, a, a person that I met through LinkedIn Locals. So she kind of, you know, made an exception for me. <laughs> you know, so, and I, I told you guys how, you know, we met and everything. And she reached out through her assistant to book the interview. And, you know, it was just, it was really cool. It was a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, had some live interaction. There was somebody who actually asked a question and she put that up on the screen and, you know, I tried to answer the question. And so, you know, that was really neat. I've never, never really thought of myself as a Facebook Live type person, especially not interviews, but that's my second interview that I've done. And it was a lot of fun to do. It was really, really um, educational. You know, I learned so much about how Facebook Live works and how these interviews work and bringing someone on live. And, uh, you know, it's definitely something very cool to learn. And maybe I'll start implementing that into my future uh, interviews. You know, I'll toy around with it and see if I can't figure out how to do the... Um, extract the audio and the video and all that. I'm sure I could probably download the video since it's my video. But go from there and just make, you know, the interviews a little bit more uh, modern. I mean, I, I pride myself in being low-tech because people don't want to have to figure out a bunch of stuff when they're, you know, trying to do an interview. Uh, so... You know, I try and keep it pretty, pretty standard, pretty straightforward, so they know what um, what to expect, and they just kind of sit back and chill and do the interview. But at the same time, 
you know, podcasting is really moving forward. A lot of people look at me, which is funny, when they're like, oh, it's not video? I thought podcasts are all video. And I'm like, well, podcasts are very old. They existed before video really did. I mean, podcasting was out before YouTube was a thing, you know. Uh, you know, I mean, I remember before I even had high-speed internet, I had heard of podcasting. Now I was still on dial-up, so, you know, I didn't really know what it was, and I sure as heck didn't have the download speeds to listen to podcasts, but, but I knew what they were, or knew, you know, that they were like radio broadcasts, like talk radio stuff, so, you know, <laughs> I always uh, kind of chuckle internally when somebody says, oh, it's not a video, I thought podcasts were video. Okay, <laughs> but uh, you know that is kind of where it's going. So I'll have to figure that out and see how I'm going to proceed in that market as well as the show grows. I mean, <clears throat> I've got so many, so many people reaching out to do podcasts. Um, I'm going to feature a couple of local Charlotte people again uh, that I've met and known, and I'm thrilled about that. I reached out to two of them last night and just want to you know share their story and how they got started and what they're doing and be a part of you know helping Charlotte get its name out there more and to make it more visible you know it's already pretty visible because like when Time Magazine starts writing articles like you know Charlotte's one of the most desirable places to move to in the United States right now. You know, that's pretty good press for the for the city. But, and they cite jobs and schools and all the normal stuff that you see in one of those articles. They're not really very imaginative. They write about the same stuff all the time. <clears throat> and I would wager the people that wrote the article, there's a reasonable chance they've never actually been to Charlotte. So... You know, I've been here most of my life, and, you know, I don't know everything about the city, and there's so much stuff I'm discovering because the city's growing so rapidly that it's kind of hard to keep up with at the end of the day. And so, you know, as I discover these things, I want to highlight them. I want to bring them to the forefront and let you guys know not just that you know, Charlotte's building all these skyscrapers and townhomes and, you know, growing at an exponential rate, has a 9% year-over-year growth for population. At one time, it was a 61% growth year-over-year, which is crazy. But to, uh, you know, bring highlight to actually what that growth is and who that growth is. And so... That's why I'm featuring these businesses because that's what I'm looking to do is to kind of share with you the culture and the, uh, you know, what Charlotte is. And in that, you know, I'm hoping to make that a semi-regular thing in the future. So that'll be very cool. I'm looking forward to that. And, uh, Beyond that, I had a really, really awesome, (laughs) 
message that popped up through my Facebook in a group that I was in, that I was tagged in a post, and I was like, you know, oh cool, I wonder what Shelly is writing. Um, Shelly Allen, she's a good friend that I met through LinkedIn, and basically she sends this message that she's been um, interviewed on a podcast. Uh, she was interviewed on Ask When. And I know when's listening, so here's a plug for your show. Ask When. It's got a lot of awesome interviews. I was actually scrolling through the uh, interviewees list uh, recently, and I saw so many people. Because she's been doing this podcast for quite a while, and she's been doing tons of interviews. So I've been trying to listen to them, but I think now that I'm seeing some of these names, and I'm like... Okay, I need to listen to this person's and this person's. You know, I'm a friend with them and this person. So instead of going through them uh, numerically, I think I'm going to start <laughs> going through them based on who I know and then go back through them and pick off the ones I've missed. Because I'm just like, wow, you know, she's like interviewing like everybody. <laughs> and so, but anyway, so Shelly posted that to a group we're a part of. And tagged it. She was like, I don't know how Wynn discovered me in my editing services or how um, she ended up getting interviewed on the podcast. So she actually tagged me in that and said that Wynn had mentioned that she discovered Shelly through, uh, through me because I'd posted about taking a week off for vacation. And that I was going to spend the week writing as much as I possibly could. And of course, Shelly commented that that's a great way to spend a week off. And so when looks at her profile and says, oh, wow, she's a copywriter, she's an editor. Um, I need an editor because my eighth book is almost completed. I want to hire her. So when I talk about like the benefit of making those connections and making real connections with people regardless of their background, because you never know how that might affect you or that might affect other people you're connected to. That is exactly what I'm talking about right there. That is the power of LinkedIn. That is the power of networking and taking those connections offline. Because Shelly and I were actually part, the way we got to know each other, we were part of it challenge on LinkedIn that was called a 39 Connections Challenge. And what that challenge was, was that the uh, person who accepted the challenge would make 39 connections and actually have like a, what's called a giving meeting, where you're not trying to sell anything, you're not trying to, you know, get them to buy your product or whatever. You're just simply having a phone call to get to know them, to, you know, have a conversation, to chat, to share. And as a result, um, I took up the challenge, Shelly took up the challenge, as well as many others did. And so we'd have these calls, we'd, you know, talk to these people, or meet with them, have Skype calls, wherever the case may be, and then write about stuff that we learned from the person about themselves and uh, 
you know, what we talked about on the call, different subjects we talked about. So, with that being said, Shelly was one of the awesome people that I got a chance to talk to. And she gave me a lot of great information on my book and how to get the word out and how to learn about beta readers and some of the other things I did not know about books and writing them. And, I mean, literally she sends me a message like the day before and she's like, do you have any questions that you'd like to send to me in advance that you'd like me to answer? And I told her, I said, well, yeah, I've got these. I I think I sent her like three, four questions. And she types up like a two to three page Word document full of information, contacts, groups on Facebook, different people I can reach out to. I mean, just amazing you know, information she sent me, and so, you know, I try and stay in touch with her, and actually, on one of my posts where I was talking about my book, she's like, oh, well, you know, you should make me a character in your book, so she's actually listed, she's one of the characters in my book, she's one of the, she's the captain of one of the ships in my book, so that was really cool, and I've got several other people that I've added because it's a whole lot easier to come up with character names when you use names of people you know instead of just trying to randomly pick a name out of a hat so you know my main characters the ones that are progressing the story are all named after people that I actually know uh, that have been reading the book fans of the book helping me in the journey things like that so it's been a blast it's been a lot of fun and you know I'm working through all that so at some point you know uh, once I get this released I'll definitely be sending her and the others a copy of the book um, and thanking them for helping me in my journey of actually going from having a dream and writing it down to having a physical book in my hand and you know all of the craziness that ensued in between over the last six months of this process. So, which is crazy that I've written a full science fiction novel in under six months. You know, it'll be a week short of six months when I'm done. So, I mean, it's really cool and it's exciting to be this close to being done. And it's really cool to have people that have been reading the book, that love the book, that are excited about the book, Um, you know, and I hope that translates to other people, you know, reading the book, liking the book, being excited about the book, and sales (laughs) when it's actually out, Um, but yeah, I was so thrilled that she was featured on the podcast, and hopefully that helps her get more clients coming through for her editing, copywriting, Um, I mean, she's just so talented as a writer, and, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I couldn't be happier for her, and I was so thrilled and surprised and excited, um, to have been a part of that process in some way, shape, or form, and facilitating those connections, and, you know, just meeting with people and learning about people to the point where, you know, two separate connections that I had were actually, you know, able to find each other and help each other. So, in that writing process, you know, it's definitely been an interesting experience. 
and uh, yeah, so I mean, it's been it's been fun. It's been great. I'm ready to start on my next uh, books and go from there. You know, it's just a matter of time before I get those out. Hopefully, the next two books will probably take only a. It probably won't take six months between the two of them because they're going to be substantially shorter. Um, my book about the power of networking, which I'm actually going to probably include this story. I'll have to talk to Wynn and Shelly about being able to share this, but I definitely want to share it if I can because that's what the power of networking is. That's what the power of like LinkedIn is, and so that's what the book that I'm co-authoring with my good friend Robert Kelly is, is about the power of networking. So this story perfectly exemplifies that. And then, of course... Um, you know, I've got other stories I want to share about other people and go from there. And then my other book is going to be about uh, the journey and taking those first steps. So definitely excited about those. They'll be, like I said, much shorter books, so they'll be easier to write. So they shouldn't take as long. So I'm hoping by, you know, mid-spring maybe to have three books under my belt published. So... Yeah, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. And, you know, it's just going to keep going from there. I'm not going to stop. You know, once I, now I've got this momentum, I can't imagine not doing these things I'm doing. You know, I can't imagine trying to give any of this up. And, yeah, so I'm super excited for that. I hope you guys are too. I'm glad that you're enjoying the show. Definitely feel free to leave me a review on iTunes if you can. Um, like I said, you know, just leave following instructions at five stars. That's all that matters to Apple and to the ratings for the show. So thank you guys very much. And with that, I'm going to say Car Thoughts out. Hey, everybody. David here from Car Thoughts with David, and I just want to share some information with you. You guys have heard me talk about finding your way, finding your path, and starting your journey. Well, if you have decided that you want to start your own podcast, you might be thinking, well, David, that's great, but what do I do? How do I do this? You know, what works? What doesn't work, right? Well, I wrote a book because you can go back and find my episodes where I talk about all this stuff and listen to them. And that's all well and good, but sometimes it's easier just to have it in print where you can just see it, right? So I wrote the book called Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Shared. You can pick it up on Amazon on Kindle for 99 cents, less than a dollar. What? That's crazy, right? Less than a dollar, you can pick it up on Kindle. If you like to have a print book in your hands and you just like the way it feels, and trust me, I'm looking at this book right now, it's really well printed. I love Kindle publishing. You can pick it up for $5.50. So you can have a physical copy where you can take notes, where you can, you know, keep stuff for quick reference while you're working on creating that awesome epic podcast that I know you're capable of creating. So by all means, if you're looking for ways, you're looking for advice, Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Share is the book for you. Thank you guys. And I could not do any of this without your support. So when I say thank you, I mean it. Thank you.